everyone, welcome to another episode of The Stone Genius. My name's Ro, I'm The Stone Genius. You know me, I'm often stoned. I'm always a genius. I'm not always a genius. I mean, I say stuff and you're just like, nope, there's no way he's in one of those societies. <laughs> hey, uh, we're welcoming back to the uh, show today. We're going to welcome Alex Kranzberg from Cran Organics. Welcome back to the show, Alex. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. So we talked briefly about um, the your uh, new edibles, uh, your gummies that uh, are hitting the market in Missouri. And the thing I keep forgetting right now is they don't melt. They do not melt. And that is amazing. So for, for someone that has never had a gummy melt on them, it is so depressing. You forget and you get back to the car or wherever it happens to be. In our case, it was the car. And you're just like, oh, hold on. I got a sound for that. Yeah. So, and we would have had your, I don't know if I ever told you this before. So when we, we went to uh, Denver, bought, some, and I think it was 100 milligrams, uh, 10 pieces. Left it in the car. Didn't even think about it. It was a hundred degree day, but it didn't. It, we left it in the car. It was one big block. Yeah, one one hundred milligram piece. Right. So I said we'll just cut it evenly ish <laughs> into ten pieces. Boom. Same thing. Eight nine pieces zero. I think my the one piece my wife ate a hundred milligrams. <laughs> so uh, yeah, maybe so, you just got some samples without any THC. I yeah I did I. I wish I felt edibles. I just have never, and now I think it may even be in my mind, where I will just talk myself out of any feeling. Although I got to tell you, so what was the official thing that we did uh, pre-record about? What's that called? Um, uh, rosin and... Yeah, a, a concentrate? Concentrate. Okay. So, and I haven't done that. So as much as my title says Stone Genius, it really is about flour. Um, I just, I, I really prefer flour, but man, that's pretty fucking nice. That. So I was a straight flour guy for like, I don't know, a long time. Uh-huh. I'll say like 10 plus years. Right. Um, so, so you're saying there's still a chance for me. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Ahead. And I didn't like the concentrates. I didn't like dabbing. Uh, for me, it just makes me cough like like crazy, uh, and that's never enjoyable when you're coughing and choking. The next hit you take, even if it's a, a normal, like reasonable hit, you're still gonna cough and choke, and it's just gonna it's not comfortable for me. Right. I can smoke blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt, infinity, and like not have an issue. Right. But just the the, the high temperatures of some of those dab rigs just make it's, it's just too hot for my my throat. Right. Um. Until on my birthday of last year. Uh, some of my employees, friends, family, whatever you want to call them, everyone pitched in and got me a, a Puffco Plus pen, which allows you to do concentrates. Right. And um, from that point on, for probably like four months, I didn't buy flour at all. all really? All, yeah. All I bought was concentrates. So uh, now one of the things in edibles, I have really never had a full effect with an edible. Like I, it just, whatever my body, I just don't feel it. So the thing I like about flour is when I know the strain, I know it's going to last for this long. I'll have effects for this. this so I will know those things. It, and, and that's one of the things that the people that when edibles hit them, they don't always 
it can vary in how long it takes to hit and things. So how is that for a concentrate? Is that more similar to flour? Is yeah. it more similar? It no. is. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's more similar to flour for sure. See, and that's one of the things I like. I, I want to be able to know that, uh, and I always tell people, if you ever want to know that if I've smoked pot, just ask me if I will drive them somewhere. Or if I'll, if I'll go somewhere because I always want to drive anyway. And if I say, hey, yeah, but let's go in an hour and 45 minutes, you know that I probably just smoked 15 minutes ago. Because that's what most of my strength... I feel like after an hour, I'm good, but that extra hour just gets me to where I need to go. And that's one thing that I love about flour, though. Yeah, so, very predictable. Yes, it is. So, But that was uh, uh, amazing, and, and, and it was smooth, too. Very smooth, and, and you'll get to taste more of the plant this way. Um, it's, it's at a lower temperature, and so what you're really tasting is the terpenes. And the, the terpenes are really give it the, the aroma and the right. taste. Yeah, I mean, and it, and that's one thing I've noticed. I've been doing some carts. Uh, this is also the purest. For, I have carts as well. Uh -huh. and you can get live resin carts. Uh, but in my opinion, the concentrates doing it through this Puffco, it's going to be the, the most enjoyable as far as taste, smoothness, experience, effect. Well, I just noticed on the last few carts that I've got, they have almost removed entirely any hint of cannabis taste where so, I would, I would still <clears throat> feel that. But the last couple of ones I've got, it said it was grape and usually it'd be like grape. It'd be like a grape joint. I mean, do, you would be do you like, know if you're getting distillate or live resin or mm, that would take, uh, I know I don't know that. So if, if you're not getting the marijuana taste or flavor, uh -huh. you're probably getting distillate. It's a lot more discreet. Okay. And the only thing that distillate is that the THC. Okay. Whereas the live resin has the other terpenes and other cannabinoids and more of the plant material. So it's going to taste more like weed and smell more like weed. Um, but it's also, it's my preference. I don't enjoy distillate carts. Uh, vaporizing. You don't? No. I don't enjoy the high from it because it's only the THC. And I enjoy more of the, the full effect of the full right. plant, like the entourage effect of having all the cannabinoids and well, all the terpenes. And, and that that makes more sense then because I believe the cannabinoids and the terpenes will also give it some of its legs or life mm -hmm. to it the as entourage well. entourage effect. Okay. The, okay. Ah, I like that. Did you come up with that? Yeah. Like it? No, I didn't. Okay. But the entourage effect, yeah, because when I do hit a cart, so that was one of my complaints, just for myself, and I was doing it to myself, is that I was, I would, I, I would have a set amount of money that a budget that that I was going to spend, and what I would want to generally, I would go, oh well, if I get a little bit more of this, it's more cost efficient for me to do it this way. So I would almost always blow my money on like one strain, and then I was like. Well, then I'm really talkative, but that's not helping my pain or sleep or other things. So I so I went with flour for to do this stuff that I do. And then I got a cart for like bedtime and I would hit it before bedtime. So that's kind of what I was doing. So it would get me into bed. But if I do a cart during the day, it would seem like I don't understand people that go, oh, this one gram cart will last me two weeks i'm like a one gram cart will last me like two days if i don't have flour or anything else <laughs> yeah i mean uh, i just feel yeah, like i, I always I, need I to hit it yeah yeah i agree I, okay. I i feel like for for myself the way i view carts is they're great for when you don't want to smell like weed right uh if you're in a pinch you just need something really quick but for distillate for me the high it, it, there's a lot more thc in distillate typically right it's so and THC. that's probably what it is because like the carts that i'm getting well if it's a sativa car 
you know, often it'll be 90% is what it says THC. Mm-hmm. Whereas the live resin is not going to be that. Okay. High. So then probably what I am getting is the distillate then, because that's generally the numbers associated, but I didn't know what I was. Re- I knew that it was a number and it was THC. And I was like, higher, the better. I mean, I don't know if that's true in that. No, so. no, it's not. Okay. You, See, it's all about the terps. There you go. Yeah. And see, I'm such a cannabis novice that that's something I need to make change. I need to force myself instead of just being comfortable because come flat, to some events. It's like dab bar. You can learn a lot. It is. And I do want to do that. Uh, and and this, I do the same exact thing. I mean, I think I did. I text you this morning about a show or was it yesterday? I think it was it was today. Yeah. And you're like, I'm available 630 tonight. So which is very rare, as you know. Right. And so I just want you to know that when I say this, often when you tell me of an event, it's within 12 to 20 hours of yeah. the event. So I'm not saying because I do the same exact thing. I called you this morning and said, hey, and so you're here tonight. So I totally get it. But but unfortunately, with my 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 regular schedule, if I didn't have that <sighs> thing in the way gosh socialized medicine would be a godsend for me it is becoming a a that thing to tell you the truth (laughs) yeah i mean i would be i would be doing that because i would love to come to an event i would like to see because i haven't been in fact we were talking uh pre-record that you know i've just hit the drive-through at the because it's so easy why why would i get why would i park and get out of my car and exert effort when i can just like literally push a button and hand us someone my my debit card yeah i mean it's so much easier so i i have actually yet to use a drive-thru i like going in and talking to them and seeing the products and selling products now i will tell you it now i have only been into two dispensaries here in the greater kansas city area not sure of one of them's name where was it uh lake latawana Kansas City Cannabis. Okay. And then the other one is Greenlight. So I've been, Kansas City Cannabis seemed to be more set up like what I was accustomed to in Colorado, where it seemed like more product was visible. It was there at the, the way that the the whole setup was. When I went into Greenlight, they had very, it, it was all about the video screens, what was available, very little for you to look at or anything else like and that. And the reason that is for the one on state line that I've heard, they cannot keep up with, like, you know, a product will come in one day and it'll be gone the very same yeah. day. Yeah. And that that is, that can, that can be tough. And it's, uh, especially with me for flour, because I can go any day of the week, if I wanted anything, I can get whatever I need there, except flour. I mean, it got so bad last week. It used to, they used to have on their drop down flour, and then you, it would say nothing available. They literally took the thing that said flour off. So it was like, that didn't even exist for a few days. Um, so that's that's been tough. Now, is that hard for you with the shortage of Missouri for uh, flour? Does that impact you as a gummy? only monetarily? Okay, it just makes our our oils more expensive. Okay, okay, we, we have to fight the same demand. Yeah. Huh. So, are you at this point? So uh, we've been recreational for six months now. Not that four months. Yeah, about five four months? months. Okay. Uh, how is the, how are you kind of seeing 
the changes from the medicinal Missouri to the recreational Missouri? Or is there, a, from your position, what you do with your company, do you, does that, do you notice much? That's a, that's a tough question for me to answer. And the reason is when we launched, we launched in medical, uh, a, a very limited number of patients, potential, potential patients to right. buy our product. And we didn't launch with a gummy. We launched with a very niche product and we did all the numbers. There's a total of 200,000 patients. Most of them like flowers or concentrates. The remaining percent that like edibles, I think something about like about 15% right. of the 200,000. And then of that 15% of the 200,000, roughly 80% um, purchased gummies. So we launched with uh, the, the frozen cheesecake, the chill cake, uh, with a possible potential of 6,000 right. patients. Um, and when we were on the market for that, there's a lot less patients. We, within like four months, I think we had about $40,000 in sales. And we did that within our first couple weeks with the gummies really so now is uh but, i mean that's because they're gummies and it's a recreational market right so are are chill cakes still out and available or have you tra transitioned to just focus on gummies at this point we, we're focusing on gummies at this point and that's only because it's out of our control okay our current manufacturing facility does not have freezing uh capabilities for okay. us at the moment um, so we are waiting on that. We have a, a call tomorrow, so we're coming out with our chill cake bites. Really? We're, yeah, we're reformulating them. They're not going to be chill cakes. They're going to be chill cake bites. They're going to be the size of gummies, so that way you're not going to have to slice them. They're just right. going to be pre-dosed and pre-sliced and just little Because I squares. will tell you, I I'm not a cheesecake guy, and uh, you ha we had sampled a couple. Bobby really liked both of them, but the peanut butter and jelly one was simply amazing. I'm not in. It, we didn't even launch that one. That one's my favorite too. Really? Yeah. That so was we'll amazing. Thank you. We'll probably yeah. come out with that one. Yeah, it was funny because, and it was grape jelly too. Because I, I started because no, of course blueberry jelly was it. Oh, you shouldn't have told me that. I was thinking it was great because <laughs> I was maybe it that's, was. That's what that's one thing that always sticks in my head. That like if you would have told me uh, like maybe blueberry, it was. I I don't remember. Okay, it, it's fine if it was because it's already in my it's already gone through. <laughs> but it, but whatever it was, it was I when I first tasted. I mean, when I first heard about it, I was like a cheesecake, you know, and keep it in the freezer. And so, but it was amazing. It, it really was. And so I'm glad to see that those are coming out. And that's. And then we're also coming out with our cookie dough that you, it's going in the same freezer. So right. you can either eat it raw or bake it. Nice. Yeah. And that's one thing I would like to have baked goods. So Bobby bakes a lot. And I think that she could incorporate. And I think it would be interesting and fun. I think it would be she likes challenges, you know, sometimes in baking and, and designing and things. So I think that. She may enjoy doing that at some point because uh, I always get blank. Like if she bakes cookies or brownies, I take them to work. Everyone's always like, are these the special ones? And I'm always like, like I would give them to you fuckers. You think you experience that? Yeah. Oh, you got free stuff for me? No. Oh, my God. That I, I can't even imagine. But you know what? In dispensaries, I get it from both people. Why would I want it if it's not infused? Well, so you can know what it tastes like. So you right. know what the texture's like. So if you want to buy it. Right. Um, and then the other people are like, well, I can't have weed. I got this and this to do. So, like, you can't get, like, you're fucked if you, like, have uninfused samples. You're fucked if you have infused samples. Yeah, well. No you, one, you can't make anyone happy ever. No, that is true. That, that is. <laughs>
I mean, ugh. yeah. At least I can't. Maybe I don't you know. can. I still have, um, and I, I got to get ready to do this because it's been. I keep forgetting. Well, that's not it. Shit, I think it's here. Uh, yeah, my um, cap up mushrooms. Yeah, milk wonderland, milk char- chocolate, psilocybin and chocolate. Have you um, tried those before? You know, uh, I had one like this before, but it was the first time I had ever done them. So I, I think that it was, I don't know, I don't remember how they, I think it was, they do it in grams or something. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like six gram candy bar. Does that sound right? The entire candy bar? Yes. Six grams of mushrooms. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, I broke <laughs> it up into like thirds. So I was doing like two grams. I'd have to ask. Two grams of shrooms or, or chocolate? The the candy bar. Whatever it was. Okay. I don't know. I think it was six grams of mushrooms total. Because they said if I did the whole thing, I'd be out of my head and for you, not ever doing it. And how did, how did it go? Well, I only did like two. I did, yeah, a third each time. And so, and then I continued to smoke because I didn't really feel much. So I felt like I was enhanced with my high, but it was... I didn't know there was nothing abnormal or new for me. So this candy bar is going to be at one sitting on probably an empty stomach. I'm trying to do all the research to find out the best way to experience this fully. So enjoy. Yeah. Now, have you have we've talked? Have you tried psilocybin before? Define try. Once or more. I've tried it. Okay, we'll go with that. I went I, to uh, the Tears for Fears concert, uh, and the Cold War was it Cold War Kids were opening up for them uh-huh. um, at Starlight the other night, and I had some mushrooms. Oh my god! I'm like thinking you did psilocybin back in 1998 because <laughs> I'm like hearing Tears for Fears. So okay, this is recently too. Oh yeah, this is like on Friday. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking like when they were originally out, whenever that was. Oh, yeah. it was a great show. I'm sure it was. It was a great. They show. were great when I was in high schoolish. I don't know when that was actually. <laughs> so it was a. Uh, I took some mushrooms and then I had a package of gummies, and then I went over to my friends and started smoking. And when we got to the concert, I completely forgot that I had a bunch of mushrooms and an entire package of gummies. And I'm thinking, Good God, I'm fucked up from that joint. What is going on? I was like, that joint is just like hitting me super hard. And I was like, oh shit, my night's just beginning. (laughs) (laughs) I had quite a bit of mushrooms and an entire package of gummies. That's what's going on. I want something. And I don't care because some people were like, how about if it's a bad trip? And I'm like, well, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know. I'm like not going into it like, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know what to expect. I just I just hope I feel something because that's what that's the one thing that ticks me off about gu- like gummies or just edibles in general is when I take them and I'm like so I, I want I'm so upset with anticipation and then I then hold on where's my sound on that oh I was on the that's where my keypad's not working is the volume down on it. No, that's weird though. Yeah, well, what can you do? And it's not scrolling. None of that keypad's working. Maybe reset it. Turn it off. Turn it back on. Yeah, we'll be good. That's weird though. Super weird. Yeah, well, hold on. 
I don't think I touched anything. That's what she said. I don't even have my snare drum or anything. Yeah, nothing's even. Yeah, even if I touch up there. Crazy. Love technology. Yeah, well. Then we'll just have to talk. No special sound effects. Oh, that's the only good thing about this is this is insured and the brand new replacement for this just came out. So, oh, I can't even go wah, wah, wah for this one. But that's what it gets for not being able to do that. Um, Okay, so your first time, whenever that may have been, doing uh, mushrooms to the extent you felt something. What was your experience? Like, what did you see? Like, I don't even know. Like, some people would be like, oh, you see shapes and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I see shapes all the time anyway. <laughs> so I... Um, my first time doing it, it was a very, very awesome experience, actually. I didn't have any visuals. Uh-huh. Um, I had this knot in my, like, scapula, subscapula, rhomboid area on my back. And I sometimes get, like, a racquetball. Or I'm sorry, a lacrosse ball. And uh-huh. I'll, I'll lay it down on the ground and kind of like, you know, just roll around on right. my knot. Um, just kind of let my body guide itself in and, and do that. And one time I was on shrooms and I was doing that. And at the point in which the ball hit uh, my knot, which that area is a very, very common place where people store traumatic memories. Uh-huh. Um, right when that ball hit my, my, my affected area, there was this electrical feeling that was released through like my meridians. Um, and at that time I had this thought that I hadn't thought about and locked it out from when I was probably seven or eight years old. Um, really? Yeah. Like a trauma that happened and it just felt like this release right when it rolled on there. So it was a very, very great experience. I should call my parents up and talk to them about what happened. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it was it was a very 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 good experience. Um, and I'm trying to think of the first time I had like visuals. I've never seen like crazy visuals, but what I have seen like grain on wood, or if I'm walking outside like on a trail, like the like you know the asphalt has like the different rocks. Right, it kind of looked like scales or like a snake or something moving. It didn't. I didn't think it was a snake. It just had movement to it, like huh. not normal movement. And same with. Um, like the grain on woods or the, I was went, like laying down looking at the trees and just looking at the, the way they move. Movements for me is what I saw. I've never had any like super big visuals with mushrooms. I don't know what I'm expecting, but I just, I just want it to be like, oh, okay. I felt, I know I 100% because that's one thing every once in a while someone will smoke like They'll smoke and they're like, oh, I don't feel it. I don't feel anything. And I'm like, oh, that's so disappointing. Because if you feel it, it can feel really good. So yeah. that, I guess that is what I'm hoping for. I guess I, I said I didn't mind if it's a bad trip. The only reason I say that out loud is because if it's a bad trip, at least I know that I was on a trip. As opposed to... So I, I will say, I've never had like a scary or a, quote, bad trip. Uh-huh. I have had an unenjoyable trip. And for me, that trip, it was only unenjoyable because of my own inner um, opposite of peace. Right. My own inner struggles, if you will. Uh, I was facing things that I needed to face but didn't want to. Um, so that that's why I say it, was, it wasn't a bad trip. It wasn't enjoyable. Right. 
but it was definitely I don't want to say like say it was like life changing and changed my life, but it definitely made me think. Um, I, it was just at a point in my life um, where I was like, okay, not happy with where I'm at. This is what I need to do. <laughs> it's it's amazing that. Like, I love drugs. <clears throat> I often think I don't do enough drugs. I think that's actually my problem, that I need to up the dosage of anything that I, I can get my hands on and actually do more drugs. Um, because there's... Have you ever tried DMT? I haven't. That is one that is 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 on my list. Um, and it, it, Hold on. Is that the one that they call the God drug? Mm-hmm. Yes, that is definitely on my list. Um I just, I want to experience that because everyone, I remember once I was laughing hysterically, having a fit of laughter, uh, being pretty high. And Bobby, for whatever reason, was not enjoying my highness as much as I was. Because <laughs> she wasn't high. And like I, yeah, and I, I remember saying to her, I go, I want you to know if I could feel the way I feel right now for the rest of my life, that would be an amazing life. Because whatever I was feeling was causing me to laugh. And then she yesterday, we were joking around, and I sometimes forget that even though she's younger, she's seven years younger than I am, I'm 55, she's 48, um, I don't think about that always in the bedroom. So at one point a few nights ago, both the top of her head and the tips of her toes were touching our headboard. And I don't give that much. I don't give it a lot of thought. But then I started thinking, if she tried to put me in that position, well, you're also a guy. Well, yeah, but just my body wouldn't bend, and like a lot of the like, I got injured three times. Two of them requiring medical attention in an eight day period during sex. So it, you know, it was just funny because I don't think a lot about that, and I, I do think that some of the weed strains and stuff like that just for whatever reason (laughs) if if i could always feel like i do on my best highs eh, even my worst highs i guess my best highs it's pretty amazing but yesterday oh she she goes uh let me show you what it's like and so i laid on my back and she goes let's see your toe my toes didn't get anywhere near the headboard (laughs) Uh, and then she made me get on all four. Now, when I came to, I go, well, hold on, let's set a timer for one minute and let's just have you do some pelvic thrust for one minute and see how that goes. So, so we, we didn't get quite that far, but I thought that if I was going to have to go through that, but my toes didn't get anywhere near the headboard. Yeah. Um, I will tell you that when I go to dispensaries right now, it is funny, though, that everyone that I see looks like, not everyone, most of the people I look like see, look like me. I mean, they're just older, middle-aged yeah. to older people, yeah. and they're the ones that at least going at the same time I am. Yeah. And it's probably because the, the younger people can go later in the evening past 7 o'clock. But uh, it, it is neat to see it becoming more ex- acceptable yeah absolutely and that's why i say that even in johnson county kansas as a white guy i'm not sure that they would do a whole heck of a lot maybe like don't do that (laughs) yeah and maybe it would be more than that i don't know i don't want to find out um i don't want you to find out either that would be that would be the worst i mean 
And we talked about this pre-record too. The last time you were on, I think the last time we talked about the prison gangs we were in, which was a very <laughs> popular show. Should we but revisit it? We could, but I think the biggest thing for me is to stay out of prison. I think so. You and I both. I mean, God, I would just be... And maybe I'm thinking too high of myself. There's a certain amount of hubris in this, but I would be raped almost immediately, and I don't like that. Like, if we went to prison together, I'd probably rape you immediately. Yeah, look, he's my bitch! Um, <laughs> oh, God, I can't believe I said that. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's it would be the same thing as if you went up and punched someone immediately. I often rethink that if, if I did go to prison, have you seen Shawshank? I have not. What? I know. I would be like Andy Dufresne. I'd be like friends with the guards and the inmates. So who's who's that? Who's Andy Dufresne? Is that a banker that went to jail? For so is that um, Tim Robbins' character? Probably. I don't know. Uh, the guy from Bull Durham? Haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh. So, but I say that, and you're, you're watching meaningful movies. I'm watching baseball movies. Uh, but not even real baseball movies. It's like minor league baseball movies. I watched a really good movie the other night. I'd recommend it to you. And it is? Race. R-A-C-E. Okay. Uh, it's with Jesse Owens, or about Jesse Owens okay. in the 1936 Olympics in Nazi Germany. Yeah. Um, Jason Sudeikis does an amazing job as a track coach. Great movie. So, uh, and very historically accurate. Really? Yeah, very historically accurate. When I was in Germany, I went on a bunch of tours. I have a fascination with the Holocaust, uh, and Hitler, and Nazis, and all that fun stuff. Okay, so everyone that knows you're Jewish. Only by birth. Okay, so. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so I, I have this fascination. thought it was really interesting. And during the movie, they, they show the Colosseum being built. There was a very famous architect named Albert Speer who was, you know, the architect for all of these huge, huge coliseums and buildings. Right. And this was in, in modern day Berlin. Um, as we know that the Nazis were going for total world domination. Um, and so they were building the world's capital in modern day Berlin. Uh, that was called Germania. And that is where it was just really cool that they talked about that during the movie. And I was like, Oh, I've been there. I, I got to see that tour. I know that ar architect that we're talking about. Uh, yeah, that, that is, some interesting, I because I watched something recently on what they said Hitler's plans were for America, and I keep thinking Germany's pretty fucking small for a country. Yeah, and I'm always like, that seems like. I mean, it's not like it was Russia. Russia, you're like, oh well, when you look at a map, look how big it is. You know, they would have yeah, resource or what? Yeah, I just that always just baffled me as well. Yeah. So, and I was actually watching another movie. Uh, not too long ago, in the past month. How long ago was, <coughs> was my my voice cracks on that? How long ago was Race out? Do you know? Fifteen or, or sixteen? Okay, uh, I, I never heard of it, so I have to I look that either. one up. I had neither. It was really good. It's in my top five, probably. See, and I love biographical movies. Um, I don't watch probably nearly as much because a lot of times Bobby and I are watching, and one of her biggest things about biographical movies, if she already knows the story, she's like, I know the end. I know the story. <laughs> and I get that, but sometimes, I mean, seeing yeah, it instead. details. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, maybe maybe the details, then you have to figure out were the details in the movie correct or were the details that I had heard about correct or but somewhere what, in between. They could both be correct or they could both be incorrect. Yes. Yeah. So, and then uh, the other movie was... Uh, I can't think of the name, but it, there was a Cocaine lot of, Bear. No. Cocaine Shark. No. Also a movie. <laughs> uh, 
This was about uh, also about uh, World War Two, uh-huh. and it was about a group of Americans who were in, like art people. I don't know the correct term. They were uh-huh. art people, and they were sent over to Germany to find all of this stolen art that was stolen from the Jews. Um, and there's a, a scene in which they go to the Nischwasting Castle, which is the castle that Walt Disney modeled his castle after. Right. And um, the, the Nazis... Oh, I think I've seen that one. I think I've seen it in pictures. Like, I think it was Brad Pitt in it. I think Brad Pitt's in it. Okay. Um, George Clooney's in it. Um, there's a, a bunch of big-name people in that one. And they, they go to that castle, um, and then which, where they, they hit a bunch of art, and it, that castle was rigged to explode. Um, but they were not able to explode the castle before the Allies got there. Really? It was really cool because I got to go to that castle and you know take the tour of that. So the 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 guy who was in and his episode will be out before this one, but Jason he goes to sales and stuff and has recently found something that they believe may be a Rembrandt, and so the providence on it was it was two brothers, one in World War II that was uh, in the army or whatever, and the other was a priest, and I forget where Iowa Illinois or something. And the brother, if they found something, he would buy art or if they found it or whatever, then, you know, or, or I don't know how else he would say buy. And then there's other, I, I don't know exactly how else they would get it. If they would steal it, find, I mean, loot it. I don't know what, but he would send it back. Uh, and so it's, it looks like it's an actual like charcoal and it it looks amazing and it could actually be a Rembrandt. So he's in the process of finding that out, but it's just weird that something like that, you know, with your story tying that in, because that's just a story that he was talking about earlier with something with the art like that. Um, But I'll have to look into that story because I think I've seen that castle that you've talked about, uh, but I didn't know the rest of that story with it. It's really cool. I actually still talk to um, my tour guides. I became friends with them when I was in Germany. I still talk to them once a week or so. I can see that. I think that you and I are very, like, there are certain people that I can meet for a very short time and then still have. I bought a, I flew to North Carolina to look at a car to buy uh, at a dealership uh, uh, (laughs) there and so I flew out, and the thing was, I'll look at the car. If I don't like it, I fly home. So the guy picked me up at the airport, went back to the – it was at a Mercedes dealership. It was a Toyota Sequoia, though, and looked at the car, bought the car. I was, like, with the guy for, like, three hours, and that was 13 years ago, and we still will interact and stuff like that. So, yep, I But I can, see, I can see that in you being a, talking to the people that you – your Absolutely. guides and things like that. When I was I – was, uh... I don't know, like 18 or so, and I, I went to Israel on an organized trip uh-huh. uh, with my college, and there was about 40 of us uh, from the University of Kansas. Actually, I don't know if there's 40. We teamed up with uh, SDSU, Southern San Diego State University, uh-huh. uh, and we went on this organized tour called Birthright. Every Jew from the age of 18 to 26 gets a free trip to Israel. Uh, it's a free 10-day trip, and while you're there, they pay for your food, your hotel, your lodging, everything the tours the excursions right. and um you have armed guards with you and the armed guards are the same age as you because that military service is mandatory right um so you get to become friends with soldiers and i still talk to all of the soldiers wow. there's like i think eight of them um and every single time i go back to israel I, I meet up with at least three or four of them 
um, yeah. That's I, so I, cool. Yeah, it is, it's really cool. What was your favorite thing about Israel? Location or 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 site or? Actually, well, it's not my favorite, but it's the Stone Genius. But the, Israel was the very first place I ever smoked weed. Um, so that was cool. But actually, my very favorite memory, it was really a feeling when I first landed there for the, fir- the first time I was uh-huh. ever there. I just had this overwhelming feeling of like home, even though I'd never been there. And it's just, it's so weird from going when you're 0.2% of the population to 80% of the population. Right. Uh, I can't describe that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, <clears throat> I would think that would be a huge change. Cause I know that, you know, the, so most of my friends growing up were Jewish. I mean, just uh, in where I grew up in, uh, for the most part in southern Johnson County, Kansas, uh, it was, but it, it never hit me until uh, the people that I grew up with started having children, and they were concerned about the schools that they went with because, and it was more about the days missed because they didn't want them to be, and, and it may not happen as much, bullying as it did back in the 70s and 80s, but when a child missed for Yom Kippur or something, and like you said, 99% of the school is still there, and you had, you know, Ira was the student that was missing last week. So I can understand why that would feel... Now, could you feel... You said you felt at home. Could you feel like... Did you ever feel like energy of the history of the place as well? Did you ever feel like that? Let me think about that. I, I, if I have to think about it, I guess the answer is no. Well, because I talk about this when I'll go to somewhere. Like, we have Union Station here in town, which I, I grew up when it was dilapidated and you would sneak in and there would be hobos and pigeons. That was it. And it's been redone. And they have this beautiful <laughs> grand hall. And I will go in there when we travel by train because that's not where the trains come and go from anymore. Uh, it's the next building over. But I'll go stand in that ground hall, grand hall and just try to feel the energy. Uh, because that used to be everyone before air travel was really popularized. I mean, everyone traveled through Kansas City. It was the center of the United States. And if you're especially East Coast, West Coast, North, South, you went through Kansas City. And I and sometimes I feel like I can almost hear sounds and things like that. But that's one because as a Christian, a lot of it's based in the Jerusalem area, Sea of Galilee and things like that. So I would always like I've never been there. That's one thing I would like to go and see if I felt any I energy guess, or something yeah, like that. Maybe I definitely did feel an energy. Like maybe that's what I was talking about. I OK. Guess. Yeah. And uh, it very well could be. And it was like that feeling that I can't describe. Right. Um, yeah. It was. Because like I, because I would assume, especially with the way that we were probably raised, that if we were to feel, it would be different types of energy that we'd also feel. So I can understand why that may make you have have felt like a homecoming, whereas it may feel maybe similar but different for me at the but, same time. At, at the same time, I don't think that my my brother or my sister would have that same feeling. Yeah, yeah. And, How many times and, have and you I'm, been? And, to- and I'm not religious. I, Everyone laughs when I say I'm not religious. I don't. I don't believe in God. I'm not a religious person. Right. I like the traditions and the culture, and I think Jews are just quirky, weird people, and I fit right in. Right. Uh, but yeah, I love being Jewish. But so, I'm not so ha- were were your parents? Were you raised going to temple? 
or wh- I hated going to Sunday school from day one. Like yeah. I never enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I didn't learn Hebrew until I went to college. Um, I, I could read it before, but I didn't learn to speak or anything until I went to college. Right, because that's when I really had an interest. Um. <coughs> so when so now so you don't believe in God? Do you consider yourself an atheist? Then is that no? Or? I don't. Okay, because uh, an atheist is making a claim that you know, and I don't know. Okay, so so do you do you think there's an afterlife? I don't know. I'll let, you know, I'll, I'll let you know when I die. I don't think you will be able to. So that that was Every, what... I, everyone else claims they can. Oh, my God. So here, I didn't have pushback. And the, the guest, I very much enjoyed having the guest on, and I very much enjoyed everything that she does and has done. She is uh, She was a skeptic uh, about psychics and has done a lot of research and is kind of turning. My only problem is that... When they're communicating, like one of her stories was she, so she always used aliases and things like that. So no one could do a background check on her. So they couldn't go, oh, well, your dad is, because I guess her parents may have been of some note or notoriety. So, um, but the dad, like the way they were communicating, the, the medium said, oh, well, the dad was pointing at something and that was supposed to reference the mom. And it's like, why wouldn't he fucking just say your mom said or what? I mean, I don't understand why the, everything turns into like mime. I've always thought it'd be really funny to go to a psychic and then like get up and leave without paying. And they're like, hey, you need to pay. Like, you should sell that coming. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I And, you know, then they go, well, it's it's yeah. certain th- and all this. But I just but to be fair, I have deja vu dreams. I haven't had it in a long time. Right. But I've had them. 20, 30 times, and it's always to prevent like an awkward argument or right. weird situation, and I can't explain it. Uh, so maybe psychics are real. I don't know. Yeah, but I, Again, I mean, I've I, had pr- that. I preach. I don't know. Yes, and I would agree with that. My thing is, I would go quicker to a multiverse, and that I just happen to already live that time in a different universe or a similar time. And so it's just, it just catching up with me, and that's why I saw it. I would jump to that more than I would something from... I, I, I do think there's something to Jewish mysticism and Kabbalah and shit like that. So explain that to me. I don't know those, enough about it to like explain it, but I do know... So Hebrew, right? It, it's a numerical language. Uh-huh. Every, every number has... I'm sorry, every letter has a number associated attached right. to it. The sum for the word uh, for mother and father is the exact same as the sum for the word parents. Numerically, um, there's a movie called Pi. Uh huh. Have you seen it? I have not. Are you a number guy? Or a... I am. Okay, watch Pi. Okay. You know the Fibonacci sequence? Yes. That can be found in the Torah. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I was just talking to. I was trying to explain to our youngest child the. I think it was to them. I was explaining the Dead Sea Scrolls to someone, and they just. I think they got hung up on the part of the story where the kids were, why were the kids throwing rocks in the caves? And I'm like, I don't know. That's what they fucking did back then. <laughs> I mean, why are we stuck on that point of the story? Let's talk about the ancient scrolls that they ran into. So I am with you. So when I talk about the, I think the afterlife will either be amazing or it'll be nothing. And I hope it's amazing. But yeah. then I've started, then I've got. Here's re- a question I have. Yes. <clears throat> the devil has a bad rap. Why? If he's punishing bad people, why does it make him bad? Well, 
so here's I have a lot of so it sounds like that the devil challenge Satan challenged God and was cast out into I mean once again this almost goes into the mediums like I, you're not going to pay shouldn't you have wait, seen wait, that wait, what coming? did you say <clears throat> that Satan challenged God and yeah. that's why he's bad yeah that's where Christianity and Judaism differs oh I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to say anything wrong and offensive. Christianity, I say stuff wrong all the time. <laughs> Christianity, you are taught to accept the word, not to question the word. The word of the book, you're not supposed to question or argue? No? Yes? Well, I, I believe that good Christians go that way. Because people sometimes, they're like, I can't believe you say you're a Christian with the way you talk. And I'm like, you know, I bet that I talk to God... I don't know you, but I'm going to say that I know that I talk to God at least five times a day, if not more. How often do you talk? I mean, I, I just get tired of, you know, if God doesn't want me to say fuck or God damn it, then he's going to let me know when I get to heaven. Yeah, okay. Or I'll strike you down now. Yeah. Like, and he hasn't. So <laughs> let, let's dial. I mean. Or it. Yes. I'm, I just. They. that That. My thing also is, why would you, no matter what you did on earth, why would you be banished for all eternity to eternal damnation? That seems a little excessive. I don't know. So, and the things that I have done here, while they may not be bad, and they, I may not get into heaven, but I don't think it warrants eternal damnation. Back to what I was saying, though. Yes. Opposites, right? Yes. <clears throat> And to, to be considered a good Jew, yes, in quotations, the, uh, <clears throat> like the Orthodox, the black hats, they will spend their entire lives going and studying Torah and arguing every day. No, it means this. Well, it could mean this. This is my interpretation. This is what it could mean. Uh, so in Judaism, we are literally taught to argue and question everything, not to just accept um, it worked out in the movie World War Z, too. And, and if you look at the way the Israeli military is set up, the structure, um, obviously they, they have higher ranking and, and they, they follow the, their, their uh, chain, of command. chain of command. But the soldiers on the ground have the abilities to make decisions that no other military allows that to happen. Right. And just like a lot of the, uh, the, the startups and a lot of the companies that come out of Israel, um, it's a very, very interesting work environment because the quote-unquote bottom of the totem pole of these like tech companies and all these other like, major companies. They're, they're not dumb people by any means. And they have the autonomy. They argue their ideas out. And Israelis are very verbal, very, very just like right. matter of fact. And it's it's a very unique industry, but they have the, there's a book called The Startup Nation. And Israel has more startups per capita than any other country. And they have more like books published, more um, like um, people with degrees. It's, it's a very... It's the only democracy in the Middle East. It's it's a very very awesome place. So you say so you you're a non-practicing Jew. Is that what you? Or, I perfected well, how, it. Oh, you perfected it. Okay. So uh, when if someone makes a comment, like so, because I'm just weird, like, and and I'm also white and Christian. So I, I guess the, the, I mean, I don't know what, but I, there's, I don't think there's anything. No one's ever in 55 years ever said anything that I have found offensive or bothered me. I've just, and so there was a thing with Johnny bench this week where he said something about Pete. He, they were inducting the guy who signed Pete Rose, um, 
to his first contract, they were inducting him into the that general manager into the Reds Hall of Fame, I believe is what it was. And he said something about because the guy was Jewish. He goes, well, because he's he's Jewish, he only paid Pete Rose four hundred dollars a month. And like there were a lot of people that like lost their minds about that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely offensive. Do I get offended by that? Depends, right? <clears throat> Who's saying it? Right. Um, I say offensive shit all the time, right, towards Jews, because I can. Uh, <laughs> and I, I my, my non-Jewish friends like you do that just because you can. I'm like, did you? Yeah, of course. Did you I ever? Do. Are you young enough? Old enough? Are you old enough to have watched Seinfeld? I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. Seinfeld is crap compared to Curb. I will agree with that, but there was an episode where I think it's Jerry's dentist becomes Jewish. So for the he jokes? Can, yes, yeah. for the jokes. And, <laughs> because that's what Jerry go. I think he'd be... And the, oh, my God. I think the guy that plays the dentist was Walter White from Breaking Bad. Could be. Oh, whatever his name was. Uh, I think that's the guy who plays him now that I'm having a flashback. But There's I, actually a similar character type thing in, in Curb where they go to this attorney who has like a Jewish sounding name uh-huh. and he uses Jewish words all the time and phrases and sayings and he's not Jewish and it's part of his thing. He like tricks people into thinking he's a better attorney for being Jewish or something weird. It's very so, so Yiddish is Jewish German descent from what I've heard. Is Yiddish that correct? Yiddish literally translate is Jewish. Okay. Yid, a Yid is a Jew. Yiddish means Jewish. And a Goy means not Jewish. Anyone, <laughs> means anyone who's not Jewish. Yeah. Um, the reason, so uh, one of the owners that I work for, uh, he's from New York City. And uh, they don't have Jews there, do they? <laughs> no. But he uses a lot of Yiddish. And I'm just like, uh, like that's, that's a gazunta foot. And I'm like, I don't know what a gazunta foot is. And he's like, <laughs> so, it, but I'm like, I go, what does that mean? He goes, oh, it's Yiddish for what? And so it's just, so I just think that. I do think that he was in an area of town that, that, that catered and the and the fine shoe oh. store and stuff like that. So I, I think that's where he picked it up. But he uses Yiddish yeah. all the time. That's what my, my grandparents spoke Yiddish at home all the time. It's uh, funny. What's the one? God, what does he call Matt all the time? Um, oh, fuck. Boy chick. Yeah. He's always like, boy chick. And it's, I'm it's, like. It's an, it's an endearing term for a young man. It is. Unless you're in Thailand. Then it means something totally different. <laughs> I, I, I guess, Dang it. I wish I had my my drum roll. I use that word all the time with my, like amongst my peers. And I just get weird looks all the time. Like I'll post it on Facebook to people. And yeah. Boy chick. Um, That's a really. My grandpa used to call me that all the time. Yeah. It was just funny because I was like. Uh. I was in Thailand, and that is not a good thing to ask for. <laughs> or maybe it is a good thing. I don't know. For me, not a good thing. Okay, so uh, let's see. We've covered uh, Yiddish. We've covered... Um, that's all we've covered today. That's it. I know. So um, so what do you got next on your calendar coming up? What's the, big ne- what's the next big thing for Cran Organics? The next big thing... Well, we're working on automation for our gummies to increase output. So the next big big thing is actually testing our prototype machine. Um, we've been working on this machine for a couple months, and I'm ready to take it to our laboratory, and then either this week or next <clears throat> for our initial test, and then bring it back home and tweak it. 
So is this more. something that you had this this equipment that you've designed? Is this something that other companies you could sell out to other companies so they could make their gummies, or is it something um, that you wouldn't want to share or that you is I'd have specific? To, I'd to have you? to run the numbers to see which more profitable. I guess. Oh, okay. I mean, selling it ideas and probably not. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's all about the Benjamins. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, how was the Dirty Heads concert? It was great. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, wanted to well, see them live. Part of it was great. There was a their opener was um, not my cup of tea. Yeah, like polar opposite music of what the Dirty Heads were. Do you know who it was? I probably wouldn't know if they were the polar opposite. Um, actually, he seemed very angry. He had two. That. He had two songs about crystal meth. Seems like two more than most sets would need. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've never let's done see, crystal meth. I've talked let's about. See if I can find what, um, I, I've talked about how great drugs are. Crystal meth is not one of the ones that want to be on there. It's uh, marijuana. Love it. Uh, DMT, uh, mushrooms, uh, ayahuasca. I think I'd like to try. And ayahuasca is very similar to DMT. Except okay, you, you can make. A tea out of DMT and it's very similar to ayahuasca. Okay. So then maybe I don't need to do both. Then there's know. the one you where you it. lick the lizard. Same. Oh, that's the same? Oh. Well, good. I didn't want to lick any lizards Yellow anyway. Wolf. Yellow wolf. Yellow wolf. Never don't. heard. Okay. So, uh, yeah, they're a good... You know what's funny is I find that a lot of times when I'll just like play reggae music, like videos on uh, YouTube... How often they're white? The One whole, time? yeah, the whole the the whole band, you know. Then oh. fortunate youth, I really like too, and it's all reggae music and it's all white guys. Yeah, um, reggae actually. You know, actually, in twelve minutes, originally, if my wife would have gone as planned, in twelve minutes, I'd be at the Stephen Marley concert in Wichita. There's a Marley concert coming in town here to Grinders. Really. I wonder if it's Steven as well. It is. Actually, one of my concert-going friends um, just messaged me about it. And it see, uh, that way that would be great. And then Wednesday, I was supposed to go see Cupcake down in Wichita. Ziggy, Ziggy Marley. Ooh, that's even better than Stephen Marley. Because Ziggy Marley, I can name at least three songs. Stephen Marley, I can name one, and that's what Did you know that Bob Marley's dad was Jewish? I did not. Was dad, or his dad's mom, dad or mom? One of them. Just say dad. No one. The people that listen to this show are either geniuses and think they already know the answer. So whatever answer you would have given, that would have probably been correct for them. Or stoners, and they're not going to look that shit up. I mean, they just, they won't. I have become such a bad stoner. I can't tell you how often I'll pack a bowl, get up, and walk away. Never smoke That's it. not a bad stoner. That's being a good stoner to yourself in the future. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Hey, future me, this is for you. No, that, like, that's a trick. That's not a bad thing. You're gifting yourself, man. Man, I can't tell you how often I'll walk over. I used to blame our daughter, I, or our, our youngest child. I used to be like, Trinity, you packed me a bowl. Thank you so much, because they smoke, too. And they're like, I didn't pack you a bowl. I'm like, oh. And then I started, because re- then it started, it used to be like overnight. I'd pack a bowl like for before bed, and then I'd just go to bed. And so the next morning would be packed. But then I would find out that I'd pack a bowl, but then I'd go get a drink and I'd walk back over to the desk and sit down. And I'd be like, oh, my bowl's packed. This is awesome. So, yes, I I need to look at it that way, that I am a yeah, good stoner. A yeah. 
I was thinking about it this incorrectly. A bad stoner wouldn't even cash it out. They just leave it. Like, yeah, you're a good stoner, man. Yeah, I need to be a better stoner. That's what I'm going to strive for. And the second half of 2023, I am going to be a better, not only just stoner, but drug user in general. Because I, I don't want to, I don't want to limit myself. I actually just bought a bowl yesterday. I don't like smoking out of bowls. I like blunts and joints. Uh huh. See, and I, I don't like, I don't like blunts and joints, and I don't know why. Part of it's, I think they taste different, and the other thing is when I pack a bowl, I can, I'll control how much. Oh, I just want to smoke this much, and then with a joint, I'm always, I always feel like I'm obligated to finish. See, with bowls, I get frustrated. It's like, I don't want to, I just want to keep smoking. I don't want right. to stop what I'm doing, reload it. Yeah, I do and, get and that. And plus, what's really great about the, the, the blunts and joints, um, the more you smoke it down, the resin just cakes on at the end. Yeah. And, like, the last quarter of that joint is just, you could save that and just get super stoned later. Trinity recently got. Or you can make a century. Have you ever made a century joint? I don't know what that is. So you save all your roaches and like you cut off uh-huh. like the burnt part and you just get like the really resin soaked weed uh-huh. from like ten joints, right? And you roll that into one joint. I've never tried that. And then it's like a super resiny joint. So Trinity recently bought one of the like uh, infused wax sprinkle. I don't know exactly. It was like. It was a joint, but then the paper was raw. It was like soaked in. I I don't know exactly what it, but man, that was. I rarely get a good like initial hit. I mean, I'll feel it. And that one it'll just it'll you. take an edge off or whatever. But that one like like made me shut my eyes for a sec. I was just like, oh yeah. <laughs> Do you ever get the hits when you you? Uh, it feels like you stood up too fast. No. Like a. What? Whoa. No, and and the chocolatina, like Bobby even said recently that she doesn't think like what I've been smoking affect. She goes, I don't, I can't ever tell that you're smoking, or maybe it's just I'm smoking so much she she just always sees me that way. But you have a tick tolerance break? Oh no, why would I want to do that? I mean, I I get the premise behind it, but there's the other way to do it: just smoke more. So. And I've, I've had to do that a couple times when I got uh, COVID and I, I wasn't able to smoke for, I know that it was uh, only a few days, but man, that first hit coming back. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like that. Mmm. Yum. Yum. Gosh, dang. God knew what he's doing when he created cannabis. I'm telling you that that was a good creation. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. So, I, I like blunts and joints. Yes. But I did buy a piece yesterday. I bought a, a glass piece. And the only reason why I did it is because I got to meet the, the, the blower, the guy who made it. Uh-huh. I went to this really, really awesome place in Polo, Missouri, about an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. I got an invitation to go to this event of sorts. Um, at a Come meet Joe the blower! At a bunker. They go, do you want to go to this bunker? I was like, how do you say no to going to a bunker? I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I mean, you're you're Jewish. There should be no, there should be nothing in the background that says maybe I should have a little pause of well, going to I, Central I go, Missouri into go, a bunker. Well, I was invited by people in the, in, in 
in the, the industry. industry. Well, yeah, do so, they like you? Yeah, they do. Okay. And I was like, is this a weed event? And he's like, of sorts. I was like, what does that mean? And he said, of sorts. And I was like, okay. Uh, I go, what can you tell me about this? He goes, I can't tell you much, uh, but I was told it's definitely something you want to go to. So it's like a 10,000 square foot. Um, it was built in the 1950s, a nuclear fallout. And it is fucking cool. Um, there's like a, a, a portion of it that has like all this glass blowing equipment. It has like a full like house and apartment and workshop. And when you, like, I'll show you the picture of the outside. It just looks like a little fucking shack. So that's one thing that I would like to get into. So my sister collects glass, like different types of, of like, and they're pretty cool. And the way she does them with lighting, I decided I would like to start getting, I would like to do bongs. Like I got away from bongs for a long time. And then I started smoking a bong again and it, you walk down like 40 feet and then has big that door is. See, and everything I would be saying is I would expect the guy from saw oh. to show up. <laughs> so you can actually see the, the Zillow of this place. And apparently the owners before were into some pretty fucking weird shit. Well, they own a nuclear bunker. So, True. yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, yeah. 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 I don't know if I could live in that, man. Oh, man. There's probably like, I don't know how. There's probably like 20, 30 of us, 40 of us there. And there was a lot of traffic going back and forth on this gravel road. Uh-huh. And they, the people who own this place were like, yeah. Word must have got out in town that something's going on here. And what you're that traffic you're seeing is all the locals just being nosy and driving by and seeing what's going on. Really? Yeah. Man, I, I do think I would like to uh, start collecting glass, like different types of bongs or pipes or I things like that. I have a huge collection. I never use it. Uh, and I haven't seen it in probably two years. And I don't know if I would use them. I think that they would be great, like... Eventually this year, I've been doing some testing on it. We're going to get to video in this. And that's one thing I thought would be cool in the background. Is like to, Yeah, I have a shelf of that. Yeah. And then... I have some really cool ones, but I don't keep them in my house. I, I used to have a couple of them. And then I, when we moved from the country, I gave them to our old next door neighbor. I was like, ah, I'm not going to need these in the city. If, if I had the button where it could go, wah, 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 wah. I bet if you flip it off and flip it back on. It yeah, but we would lose our, eh, I don't need to do it. Yeah, later. But when I can do it with my mouth, hold on. I may have to use that phrase on my wife later. If I can <laughs> do this with my mouth. Okay, so uh, what do you got? What are you looking forward to personally? Are you looking forward to the continuation of summer, fall, get here, football season? I know you're a big Chiefs fan. Yeah, looking forward to the Chiefs, but time of year is really fucking irrelevant right now. Um, oh. I'm just looking forward to when I can stop grinding so hard. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, not, I'm enjoying the grind, so. Um, I mean, it could be a lot worse. You yeah. could be doing the same exact grind in an industry that you fucking hated. Like, True. perhaps feet. Yeah, oh my god! Everyone's got feet. They do. Uh, no, they don't. Actually, True. yeah. Hold on. If, if they were good Christians, everyone would have feet. Maybe I don't. I don't know how the. Maybe I don't know. I how guess the, uh, where I was going with that. 
if you do the right things, you'll be protected. And what was your um, Yeah, well, I don't really. Because we all know that accidents only happen to sinners. Yeah, they they always try to. That, that's a tough one. You know what? They gloss over a lot of things, and that's probably one of the things they well, want yeah, to make It always gloss gets over. me when there's like a tragedy and like, you know, perfect example, a plane crash. Like right. 100 people die, three people survive. Thank God for the three survivors. Are you yeah. blaming God for the 97 who didn't survive? Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, watch videos. You see people that are riding their motorcycles yeah. down the street. A tire comes off, another car hits them, and they're killed instantly. They did nothing wrong. So, one, Although they one, weren't doing anything wrong then. Probably earlier they were. Yeah. One of my, uh, I guess, favorite quotes that really made me question things was, um, it was founded, I think, I think it was found in Auschwitz or one of the, the concentration camps. Uh-huh. And it said, if there is a God, he owes me an, ex- or an apology and an ex- right. explanation. Uh, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, I just, yeah, I always, oh, thank God. He gave me talent to, to win this football yeah, game. Why don't they ever blame him when, when they lose? Yeah. Why'd you lose the game? It's fucking God's fault. What do you want from me? I know. I just, there's a lot. I think it's funny when they go. I'm going to start doing that. So my my problem that I have, like, just let me deal with the Bible how I want to deal it. Let's don't have any conversations because I'm going to start asking you questions you're not going to want to answer. Like, you know, the I'll even start at the very beginning with Cain and Abel. Like, first of all, I'll go, like, well, Cain murdered Abel. I think that's right. Cain, Cain killed Abel. And I'm like... But he didn't know he was doing anything wrong. They're like, he murdered him. I'm like, okay, that's the first four people. They're not going to know what murder is. And how would he know by hitting him with a rock or doing whatever he did that that was going to result in him not being able to wake up the next day? So it's not that. And then I believe right after that, he decides to leave the Garden of Eden and for some reason goes over to the next town to the family and hangs out like gets married to some chick over there, hmm. which I'm, I was, I was under the impression. They got cousins though, right? At that point. Well, I was trying to figure out who they were. I mean, I mean, when you think about the whole thing, Adam and Eve, right? If, if they two started everything, the world's incest. Yeah. I just, there's so many, it, the other thing that I have an issue with is when people are like, Oh, you know, God's all-knowing, God has a will, he has a purpose, you know, there's a meaning for this, and it's like, okay, then why, as a Christian, did Jesus come when he did and not during the time of Twitter? Because it would, I would just think, as someone wanting to get my message out, that perhaps I would want social media instead of fucking 33 miles and a pair of sandals that I could walk back and forth. One side of the Sea of Galilee to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Yeah. So I just, those are some of my questions. I'm just like, it just seems like everyone always preaches patience. Like, oh, it's on, it's on God's clock and all this. And I'm like, well, if he, well, he has, has more time a, than I do. Yeah. It's, and it seems like he could have waited. <laughs> if, if the universe is X number of billion years old, it seems like 2,000 years. Yeah. May, oh no. 6,000 years old. Okay. Okay, that's fine too. <laughs> I already the guy I had on earlier was telling me he's a flat earther. So I've been through the ring yeah. of it. You don't uh, think there's you don't know that the earth's flat? Sure. Yeah. You've never so, been to the bottom of Earth before? Uh, nope. 
I got, and I've been to my wife's bottom a lot of times. Dang it, I need my boom bump. Uh, but no, not to the bottom of the earth. So I ask him, I go, how does a solar eclipse work then? And I go, how about the, that means that the earth always has to be facing exactly and not tilted in any. He's like, yeah, that could happen. I'm like, why does this seem <laughs> like it's the easiest answer for you? So God's will. <laughs> yep. Yeah, flat earth. That. And, you know, they're probably going to start teaching that in school. I'm so sick of everything being, oh, you know what's funny? Is the very first question I was going to ask you, we're an hour and eight minutes in, I never even asked. I was going to ask you about the Bud Light controversy. Because I wanted to... They've lost a lot of money, I think. Well, I wanted to ask you, as an owner of a company, a brand, something, a product that you put out, that people would go and they, they actively search it to to find that was what my original question was going to be is like does that impact do you ever think about that i wouldn't in do this, that well i mean and, and not that i don't think people should have equal rights right i don't want to bring politics into this is such a fucking temperate environment i'm in business to make money right um and i never understood why anyone needs to be on anything like i i grew up in the 70s where I, you yeah, had the, I, I the wheaties at, box at this point i can't afford to alienate half of my potential clients or right. customers based on their beliefs. Um, I don't agree with any of my clients or customers, I'm sure, right? Right. Like, I don't know. Um, I just, because I wanted to ask you, because I wondered if that scare, like if you're, if that's always in the back of your mind, if you're going to start some sort of campaign. Now I got to fucking worry about all this other stuff, peripheral stuff that I never had to worry about. I actually have conversations during the holiday times for creating posts. Is it okay to, like, Cran Organics wishes you a merry this or a happy right. this or a... See, and yeah. I think that, and I don't know, I think that's a bunch of horse shit. I have never, granted, I grew up around... We just wish him a high holiday. Uh, most of my friends growing up were Jewish. And so it was not, I would be like, happy Hanukkah. They would be like, Merry Christmas. And it was, it was never like, oh, I can't believe you this, like, or if I didn't know someone was Jewish and I was like, hey, Merry Christmas. Uh, if they responded by happy Hanukkah, even if they did it passive aggressive, I'd be like, oh, happy Hanukkah to you. I would just go with, I, you know, I've never understood that the last president used to always it, say, it always <clears throat> that you couldn't say Merry Christmas anymore, and I never found that to be the so case. When I text my Christian friends or my friends who celebrate Christmas, uh -huh. when I text them Merry Christmas, and they know I'm Jewish, it bugs me when they're like, Merry Christmas. It's like, fuck you. You know I don't celebrate Christmas. Right. Or like, it really bugs me when they wish me a Merry Christmas on fucking Hanukkah. They know it's Hanukkah. It's like, I don't... I. I what are you doing? Have you met people? They're stupid. For the most part, they are. <laughs> I've been in public. Yeah. It just... I've looked in the mirror. And I... It's... I've just never understood... You know, once again, words, the old... Well, I grew up with my parents always, sticks and stones might break your bones, but words will never hurt you. And I guess I always just took that to heart because nothing... I mean, like some I people, say... Some people can't, though. I know. Like, I just would, if I said Merry Christmas to someone and they shot back, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever, Happy Milf Day, I'd be like, hey, you too. I mean, I just, but, because I'm not I, the I, intent. I will, but, but I, I will say, but, 
when you are 0.2% of the population right. and you're constantly told year year after year after it's like fuck I don't want to hear it yeah it's like just don't say anything to me yeah I get it I mean I would just shoot if I was you I'd just shoot back well happy fucking Hanukkah to you motherfucker <laughs> lean into it um yeah I, people oh my gosh I I'm have another episode that I have already written about stupid people um, and just almost every day at work, I'll send my wife a text within the first 30 minutes about I'm losing IQ point. I mean, just the, the, the stupid stuff that people talk about. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, how can you just not? And I think what their problem is, is because we can't have our phones on the floor. So they have to fill up the thumb scrolling with words because I can't just be with my own thoughts, but that's why I'm up in the, I always go to the front left of our store and just stand there and stare off into space. You would probably, I don't know. You'd be surprised how often I find myself stuck listening to something I could give two fucks about. I don't give a shit and I've come so close. There are people I will say like, Hey, stop talking. I don't care what you're talking about. Right. Like I just walk. And it's not to be mean or rude. It's just, I don't want to. I don't want you to continue wasting your time. Right. I'm not enjoying this. Just stop talking. Yeah. I just walk. I'll just walk away. And some people will say that's rude. And I'm like, the other option is for me to say whatever you're saying is stupid. I don't know. Whatever the case is, I'm walking away. So it's because most of it, I just can't stand little talk. And I think that's one I mean, of my little talks. Okay. I can't stand little talk about other people that I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't give a shit about your workplace drama. Like, I don't know these people. It doesn't affect my life. Don't bother me with that. Right. Like, if you want to have a, a conversation, let's talk about something we could both talk about. Yeah. I mean, the little talk is like here in Kansas City when it's 100 degrees in and someone comes in and is like, sure is hot out outside and they want to talk. Yeah, no shit, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, it's just like stupid. It's like, yeah. can you just be quiet for a minute? Uh, on a previous show I talked about, I had forgotten my phone. I went to Chipotle for lunch, and I, I got there at the wrong time. There were probably 15 people in line. I didn't have my phone. And I was, in retrospect, I was glad everyone else did because they would have wanted to talk to me. Someone would have wanted to strike up a conversation when we stood in line mm -hmm. for 20 minutes. Every single person on their phone. On their phone. The only smart person was the person that came in right after me. I actually held the door open for her. When she enters, she goes, you can go in front of me. And I think it's because she knew what she was doing. She ended up walking past me, going up to the front. She had ordered her food. Online. It was done. And then walked out. All these other fucking people. I couldn't do that because I didn't have my phone with me. All these other fuckers could have. But no, they just sat there and they're scrolling. And I'm looking over their shoulder. And it's just like, they'll scroll. scroll and look at something for like two seconds. Two seconds. Two seconds. Not even that. Thousand one. Th maybe not even two th seconds. And it just amazes me that people just cannot just, shut the yeah. fuck up. But yeah, I, that's why I have a lot of problems with the, I just like with what I do now, I just want to, let's talk about the issue at hand. We don't need all this fluffer stuff. We don't, none of that. If we need to yeah. fill in some spots later, yeah. we can do that. Yeah. Fucking uh, that, I think I think that's <clears throat> what I like. I don't have lengthy conversations on the phone with my male friends. Right. I feel like I don't want to get to like a sex war or anything, but my mom, for example, she'll, she'll be, try and talk to me on the phone and tell me like her about her. 
I don't need to know about your day going to the grocery right. store. I don't need to know about your conversation with so-and-so. Like, tell me things I need to know. Right. It, it, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I just, it, it, it pains me. I don't, don't suffer fools lightly, and it, it, it just fucking it. And as I get older, I feel like my patience with people is getting less and less. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm going to be. If I get to the point that I would be an old old man, I am gonna be a bitter bitter old old man. Cause and, and not on on purpose, but like I was telling you earlier that I've done some scripts on Chat GPT and Google's Bard. That stuff is just gonna make people dumber. Like Trinity was talking about, they're still in school and they're finishing off, and they know that some of their the other students are using because they'll say stuff about using that to create papers and stuff. That is not making you smarter. No. I mean, and I get it. Trinity uh, has a IQ higher than mine. I always knew that. But one of the things that killed me was, and I don't know if it's still true, is they didn't know their multiplication table. Or they didn't just... And I get it. I'm a numbers yeah, guy I anyway. Remember, I remember teachers said, you're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket. Yes. Ex- yeah. And now, but that's what they say. You're They're, not always going to have a computer like, in your pocket. I, she'll be like, what's six times eight? And I'm like, seriously? And she goes, everyone knows it's 64. <laughs> but I mean, that's, but she says the same. They say the same thing. They're like, I, I, I don't need to memorize it. I have it in the phone. And I think Einstein, or a quote at least attributed to Einstein, was very similar, saying, why do I need to learn certain stuff when it's written down in books? I mean, yeah, you can reference it. Phones have made it worse. But there's some basic stuff. Like, when I tell someone, and I talk about this a lot, when I'm, like, trying to, like, how can you figure out what 23% is? And I'm like, how can you not figure that out? Because they'll even tell, I'm like, can you tell me what 10% of this is? And they're like, yeah. I go, so then you could tell me what 1% is. Yeah. Okay. So you can do that three times plus two times 10. Yeah. And then they, but, but then you just tell them how to do it and they get this blank look like that didn't make any sense. And I'm like, but you just, I mean, you have a, I, or there, I can't do that in my head, but I will tell you that I'm, I'm glad that more people can't do that because it is fun for me when people are doing, stuff on a calculator and I just give them the answer as they're punching, still punching in the last numbers. And they're like, yeah, I I do find that a lot of fun because I know that people can't do that. And I'll just be like, and I'm not shy. I'll be like, I'm a genius. And I'll just turn and walk away from them. Um, And I do think one of the best things that Bobby has ever said to me is she once told me, she goes, I do think it's very sexy when you are a Mr. Know-it-all. Like when I'm out there and saying stuff to people or I will, I'll stop someone and be like, that is not true and I'll give them exact answers. Like the guy I had in today, we're talking and <clears throat> we're talking about distance from the earth to the moon. We're talking about something else. And is I, it the same for flat and round? Yeah. Well, that was part of the discussion that we got into. Is it 93,000 miles? <clears throat> Do I, I said 238,950. Oh, I'm thinking 63. Three million or something like that to the sun. So, and it may be, and so he actually had to look it up and he goes, well, you're wrong. It was 238,900. I was off by 50 miles. I go, I'm sorry on 240-ish thousand miles. Depends on where you're at. Yeah, a quarter of a a million miles, I was off by 50. 
but yeah, I do like that. But that was that was a great. I mean, because I also know that she could find another guy that's in better shape than me, that's better looking than me. But it's gonna be hard pressed for the average guy to like woo her like that. Like, it, it is cool when when stuff is said. And she'll ask me, she'll go, how do you know that? I'm like, I don't know. I just, And I'm being serious when I say that. Oh, you've made a friend. It happens every time after you've been here for two hours. Okay. So uh, I don't even have me- music to lead us out. No. My outro music. So, but daddy may be getting a new soundboard, which. With insurance money. Yeah. So, no, that's Best Buy's Total Tech or whatever it's called now. Yeah, that'll be sad. I'm. That's yeah. It'll probably just need to be reset because it's been on literally for six hours now. Yeah, well, I would think that some 2000 or 2022 electronics should be able to be powered on for more than a few hours, especially when it doesn't generate any heat at all. So it's not like it's going to overheat or anything. But yeah, well, what can you do? So let's just pretend like there is music. Oh. Do you know anyone that writes music? Maybe I could ask Bard to do that. So I asked Bard to write a theme song for the Stone Genius. So it did. And it's actually pretty. I mean, the words are pretty good. But unfortunately, the the syntax that I initially read it at is the same syntax as the theme to Gilligan's Island. (laughs) So I can't get that song out of my head. So and it doesn't fit exactly. But so I need music to go with the words they already have. Yeah, it's going to replace us. And I here's the thing. I'm fine with AI replacing us as long as AI just prints me free money. Just print me my money and send it to me. Print Someone free money. Not you, though. I know. And if I had a button that went wah, 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 dang it, dang buttons. That's what that's what I say when I'm in bed with Bobby. Dang buttons. Once again, that would have been a great time to hit that button. God, I don't know what happened to this. Beep boop. Nothing. Green. Actually, none of these. I didn't even mute myself. Yeah, my. I wonder if I'm ever going to be able to stop this recording. Guess we're going to find out. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to find out. Hey, Alex, thanks for being out back on the program. Thank you, bro. Man, it was so good to see you. It's been a while. It has been. It's been swamped. I know, but that's good for you. At yeah. least, hopefully. Yeah. So, uh, and hopefully, I know that you said that there's some things going on with uh, in the industry. So, I, I hope that everything works out in, in your favor. Uh, I'm. Uh, it's... It's just an interesting time right now. I mean, I'm so I'm so glad that recreational weed is in Missouri. Yep. Because fucking going to Colorado every month sucks. I mean, I love Colorado, and I wouldn't mind moving there, but going there for a two day trip sucked. Yeah. Sucked a lot of driving. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do you want to say anything on your way out? 